Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. Welcome to your week. We're at the end of May. Uh, 2021 is moving. It's going quickly. You know, I think as an adult, things just have gone so fast. I mean, 25 years ago, my life looked completely different. And there wasn't all this cool technology, which apparently is... uh, not great because we are not really good with cybersecurity. <laughs> I saw a show yesterday, so um yeah, I don't know. We do need to take it more seriously. Anyway, that's another topic for another day, but uh someone wrote a book her name is Nicole something, want to say Nicole Pearl something. Anyway, the name of the book is This is This is how they tell me the world ends. And apparently she goes deep into cybersecurity and how um, that really could be, you know, the end of everything. Because if everything's uh, computerized or digitized or in some digital format, it can be corrupted and hijacked. And, you know, sort of like those dudes that just uh, took the pipeline hostage, you know, Um, and the people just paid the ransom. Yikes. So anyway, uh, that's a topic for another day. And obviously I'm not prepared to talk about it because that's not what I was thinking about. I would have looked the lady's name up, but I'm certain that's the name of the book. Um, anyway, I would Google cybersecurity and Nicole P.E.R.L. something. And she does the uh, New York. She works for the New York Times. So that's enough to get you a pretty accurate Google search. So the other day I was driving down the street and something was moving in the street, but it just didn't look like a familiar, you know, it wasn't like a squirrel or a bird. So as I was getting closer, and this is a major street, very busy, lots of traffic. As I was getting closer to this thing, I realized it was a turtle. And so, you know, I looked at it and I'm no animal expert and I'm not the animal whisperer, but I could have sworn that thing looked scared. Like the expression was wide eyed, you know, scared. (laughs) And I was like, oh, shit, what's this turtle doing? So I swerved to miss it. And it wasn't a dramatic swerve, but just enough so neither of my tires would hit it. And then I looked at my rear view and there was a car right, you know, behind me. And miraculously, this thing was right in the middle of the lane. So that car passed it with no problem. And I was like, oh, this thing is about to get blasted. And it knew it. It had instincts. I registered fear on its face. And this thing was hauling ass, you know. And lucky for them, the light caught the semi because there was a semi coming. I'm looking at all this in my rear view. (laughs) should be focusing on the road, but I'm like, you know, the turtle drama is real. So finally, this thing gets past the car right behind me. And some cars are about to turn onto the street. And then there's a semi. And then this thing hauls ass and makes it across the street. It was incredible. Nature at its finest. So I'm like, man, this thing had animal instincts it had a will to survive and God was smiling on it. Cause I really wasn't paying that much attention. It, it wasn't big enough for me to notice it, um, too far down the road. But once I got up on, I was like, Oh my God, what's this turtle doing in the street? And I'm not sure where it was going, but 
it it had a mission and i don't know it just it just made me encouraged i have no idea why a because people always tell you turtles can't move fast and i guess if you own a turtle you turtle you know they can scamper or whatever and don't get me wrong it wasn't like cheetah speed but this thing was hauling ass for a turtle <laughs> and it was impressive it was like dodge it was like in a movie you know it's like it dodged this car got perfectly under the wheels of that car and then it just turned into like flojo or who would be the modern flojo what's that dude's name usain bolt boom this thing was a moving it was the usain bolt of turtles and i just feel like there's something in there for us a story you know and i know that thing was uncomfortable like i said i don't consider myself some (laughs) great follower of animal uh life but i know fear when i see it and that thing had its neck extended eyes enlarged it looked afraid and it should have been because that thing there's no reason why that that turtle at that time of the day should have been blasted to kingdom come but it wasn't it made it across the street and that was impressive to me And I think sometimes in life, when you're uncomfortable and you're being pushed and you just you're dodging things and it doesn't feel right, you know, you got to follow your instincts to survive. And when you see the clearing, haul ass and you'll make it. Sometimes, sometimes you won't. Sometimes your turtle speed will (laughs) hold you back. But sometimes it it won't. Sometimes you'll be able to muster what you need to get to where you need to go. And I don't know. I just think that's the story of human existence. And uh, the turtle's life was a metaphor for that. The The turtle's journey, that was something to witness. And all of this took like, what, eight seconds, 10 seconds. But it it was impactful because that happened to me on like, I don't know, Friday. And it's sticking with me. So anyway, I hope you have an amazing week. I hope you summon your turtle courage to do all the things you want to do. Um, you know, yeah, things are going really well for me. I'm looking forward to the next chapter, what's next for me. Um, I'm prepared for what's next. And uh, it's going to include a lot of writing and a lot of laughs. And I've learned you know, I've worked for a lot of entrepreneurs in the last 10 to 12 years, and I've learned a lot of valuable lessons. I've seen uh, some good management. I've seen some bad management. Uh, I definitely feel more prepared to run my own company uh, that I can staff up uh, because, you know, all the things that I want now that I have now, I wanted when I was 18 or 21. And I really wasn't the person, you know, you got to take it seriously when you're running a company. And this is this is to my entrepreneurs, you know, especially if you ever plan to scale up and be more than just a a one person operation. I mean, people are counting on you to pay their bills and uh, get their mortgages paid and buy new cars and put their kids through school and all the stuff that people do with money. So it's important that you understand that and be a good boss and understand how to generate revenue and that it's not just about you that the more people you have working for you the more it's about them and being able to give them a good life and a sustainable life uh, based off of what you can provide for them in terms of uh, employment and salary 
And none of that really resonates until you're actually doing it. And, uh, you know, of course, you always hear about these giant companies who never cut CEO salaries, but get rid of workforce all the time. That happens. But when it's a smaller company and it's you and 10 people or you and 100 people, you know, and they're all counting on you. I mean, and they know you and they see you. It's different when you work for a, a major corporation. You don't even know what the CEO looks like. You've never even seen them. But when you uh, work side by side with people and you have to hire and fire them, I mean, that's a lot of responsibility. So, you know, I guess that's part of my turtle journey. <laughs> you know, it's like I've I've seen really good bosses and I've seen really not great bosses. I've seen people who feel like they were natural leaders and I've seen people who are completely not comfortable leading other people. Um, and so it's exciting uh, to feel like I'm on the precipice of where I wanted to be for the last 30 years. Um, for some reason, I do not let that bring me down. There were times in my life that would have brought me way down, like just the thought of like, oh my God, it took so long. But, you know, I'm still here. <laughs> That's exciting to me. I'm still alive. My health is superior. I was in not very good health 10 years ago. Uh, literally 10 year, 10 years ago, this time I was really struggling and I would enter the hospital thing at the end of June, 10 years ago. And it was the most transformative experience of my life because when people tell you there's something wrong with your heart, uh, you pay attention. Yeah. You perk up a little bit like, wait, what? <laughs> Cause you need your heart. <laughs> so I've had quite a hero's journey, if you will. And, uh, you know, and I don't mean that literally. I mean uh, the Joseph Campbell hero's journey figuratively. Um, but we all have one. You just have to find the the thing that motivates you to move past your fears and frustrations and give yourself the life you want, you know, and be OK with it. Because everybody that's in your life right now isn't going to make that journey with you. They're not designed to make that journey with you. There are people who smile in your face and they're actively rooting against you. Um, you know love when you feel it. And if you don't, start there. You know what's authentic when you feel it. Because it feels authentic. When things ring hollow, that's when you know. And I mean, people aren't all that mysterious unless they're serial killers. Um, a lot of times you can read what someone's doing. Because most people aren't that sophisticated. You know, they they are too emotional to be sophisticated. You can feel what they're thinking because they have a tell. So, you know, a lot of people think that you think love you and support you and are rooting for you aren't. And that's OK. They have that right. And you have the right to get the hell away from them and go live your best life. And for me, I think that's what this podcast is inspiring people to do or at least consider. At least that's what I think it is. You know, I'm trying here, folks. <laughs> I'm aspirational, and I think that comes through in the podcast. And, you know, I just try to give people an opportunity to look at something in a different way, a way they may not have considered before, and to summon the courage to be your best self. And that's hard because nobody really tells you to do that. It's not like you get to go to class and figure out your life. They teach us stuff in school. We, I mean, literally, I have not used geometry since 1985. You know, why did I need to learn that school? I mean, I think there should be something called life school to teach you life skills like for real. 
how to get a bank account 101. Do you know how many people are unbanked? It's terrifying. You know, the whole I'm going to take my check someplace and and cash the whole thing and then go get money orders to pay all my bills. What? Who lives like that? Especially if you don't have to. I mean, checking accounts, personal finance, personal relationships, emotional intelligence, life school would be great. In fact, I think I'm about to start it today. No, not start going because I've been going. I mean, start something called life school because I think it will help a lot of people out. Um, anyway, all right, that's it for me today. I hope everybody has a wonderful week. I will be back tomorrow, but I'd like to bless a whole week. You know what I mean? Like give you good energy for the entire week. Um, I think it's going to be amazing. Uh, we're about to enter into summer and summer's always exciting. You know, in the history of time, even the worst times have always been followed by the worst winter has always been followed by spring. And so I prefer spring over summer. I prefer fall over winter. But, you know, you have to go through all seasons. You have to go through all the seasons to get to where you want to go. And sometimes you have to dodge traffic and take your life into your hands to get to the other side. So let's go. Let's be well. Let's be safe. Let's be smart. And uh, let's get prepared for an amazing week. All right. All right. Be your best.